Hi everyone, it's me Priyanka, jet lagged because I just landed in the UK. We are counting down the days to my birthday, celebrating the one year anniversary of Famous this week. I spill some hot tea about people, promoters, how much people get paid. It is a juicy, juicy, juicy episode of Famous this week. Plus, we share a lot of love because if you can't love yourself, how the hell do you love somebody else? Can I get an amen? I made that up. I'm the first person to say that. We got that, plus so much more on Famous this week. Priyanka, and it's time for an episode of Famous This Week. With me, the one and only What's My Name, Priyanka. We're about to talk about all things famous. So for context, I am I just arrived in the UK hours ago. Um, I flew overnight. I left Toronto at 6.30 p.m. Got off my plane at 6.30 a.m. To what was the worst turbulence I've ever, 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 ever experienced. It was like, it was like, you know when like something bad is happening and you're just like waiting for it to stop and you're like, why am I going through this? What did I do to deserve this? I hate everything. I want to die, but I actually don't want to die because I'm in an airplane it's just like all these things and you feel like the plane kind of like going up to try to break the clouds to like have a smoother ride but then it gets even bumpier and then the plane kind of like pivots there's babies crying there's like you know it's like it's so stressful it's so stressful especially on like an overnight flight when you're supposed to um be sleeping so I was watching um, The Flight Attendant, actually, which is a great show with um, Kaylee Kowalski, and um, she does an incredible job in the show. But I was watching that, and I fell asleep during it, LOL. And I started watching, I don't even think I started watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. What oh, I started watching The Devil Wears Prada, uh, which is like making me cackle so loudly, because it's such a funny movie. And I, um, bye. And I, um, my, my boyfriend is leaving to get water and something else I forget. And, um, and not lube because he's spitting on it tonight. <laughs> Just kidding. The two by two is tired to even touch each other or look at each other. Um, anyways, so, anyways, I land finally in the UK. Happy to be here. We get off. We bing, bang, bong. I go to two fittings, and on the way back, um, you know, we're going to film, sorry, we're going to record Famous this week. And then I fucking realized that I forgot my microphone at home. And listen, sound is, I have a big sound pet peeve, and when sound is bad, it literally makes me want to cry and die. So I'm so sorry that you have to experience this podcast this week, Famous this week, through an AirPod. It's not ideal. It's like scrolling through someone's bad Instagram and you just have to grin and bear it because you feel bad for them. And I'm sure you're listening to this being like, I feel bad for this person. Like, 
they almost died on an airplane, even though it was just turbulence. And then they had costume fittings all day and had to like hate their body for an hour. And now they're recording their podcast on an AirPod. This is what fame looks like, people. Shambles. Shambles, shambles, shambles. So my apologies, my condolences to those who have to listen to this and be like, wow, what the fuck? You sound like shit, Priyanka. But for those of you who don't give a shit, I also love you too. Let me be me. Let me express myself. It Pride Month is among us. You have to let me be my true, authentic self. Right, gay? Now, this week has been a whirlwind. I performed at my first music festival um music slash alcohol festival that wasn't drag related it was like i was opening for this like cover band called Dwayne gretzky and i was doing my own music and some cover songs and 45 minute show of just me and it was amazing i had some like fans that came out just to see my show i had some like new fans that were like yo this fucking queen is dope i dig it it was really interesting being in these new arenas like performing for these people and like having a band having dancers and really like understanding what it's like to play these festivals and and in front of audience who don't necessarily gag over a drag race they just see a drag queen singing songs and it's up to you to sell it to them or not it's very interesting so it was a time where I kind of felt like the most famous because like it made me realize that like my art is something that I want to put on display and that I want to sing and dance for people. It wasn't about me just being, you know, Priyanka, the winner of Canada's Drag Race. I, I, I would say that that's something that made me feel quote unquote famous because it was like still working on these different skill sets. And like, don't get me wrong, I love going to like the club and people being like, Priyanka from Canada's Drag Race is here to do a number. Cause that's fucking fun. People are excited to see you. People quote your Drag Race stuff. But there is also something so cool about performing for these newer audiences because I feel like as queer people, we talk a lot about like breaking barriers and like inclusivity and like people being like, you know, involved in everything. But like, for me to be playing these different types of shows all over Canada, all over the U.S., not just for, like, pride shows, I think it's super cool. I'm doing it, baby. So, yeah, I'm, like, I'm like jet-lagged. I tweeted today. I haven't been one to get fucked up by jet-lag, but today I was fucked up by jet-lag. Um, but I think I'll be okay. I'm, I honestly, my, my pet peeve, and I'll, and I'll tell you this, is when people say that they're tired – and I know that's not fair because, like, tired is, like, a real thing. Like, we get tired. But, like, I'm with a lot of drag queens backstage and they're, like, yawning and moaning and groaning about how much they hate to do drag. And then they go out on stage and then they're splitting and kicking. And they're like, yes, cookie, cookie, caca, cookie, cuckoo, cuckoo. And I'm like, are you just lying to me? Like, what is the tea here? But... I'm not one to complain because I love to work. I am a workhorse. The workhorse has brought me a lot of success. The workhorse has also brought me a lot of fucking problems because I work too goddamn much. But this jet lag, wow. I feel like I feel like I like took some CBD oil and an Ativan and I just mixed it all together. Like I feel like I'm floating. I can't believe I'm recording a podcast right now. Like, am I losing my mind? Um, but breaking news, this just in. Um, my birthday is on Saturday, May 28th. 
And I want y'all to send me presents, voicemails, texts, and love. And also, you know, really make me feel very, very special. Now, Joseph did the breakdown for today's show, and he wants to talk about my faces in meet and greets. Now, I want everyone to know that I love meet and greets. (laughs) I have a good time. I'm obsessed. However, some things happen in group. I I did this party in L.A. called Surf, and it was a rooftop party. It was really fun. I did it with um, Eureka, Trinity, Kylie Sonic Love, Juju B. Um, who else was there? Carrie Colby, Eureka. I don't know if I said that already, but the dolls were dolling. We were having a good gossip. Oh, Mayhem Miller was there. She's so fucking funny. Oh my God. The the girls were growing. And there was one fan in particular that like basically stood in front of me to go hug Carrie Colby. And I was like, bitch, what? Like, didn't your mama ever give you any manners? I'm all for having your favorite. We all have our favorite. But you're going to go and stand in front of me? Actually, in this exact same meet and greet that I'm talking about, Kylie Sony Glove had a girl stand on her, and Kylie Sony Glove left the meet and greet. She was like, fuck this, I demand respect. And she left. See, I should have done, done the same. I'm just a very emotive person. I have a very emotive it's even a word i have a very emotional face i don't know i have a face that says a thousand words and when you cross me bitch you'll see it on my face but i will say if you go into my twitter and look at this photo i'm fucking beat bitch my face looks good and i had makeup on since 4 a.m but saturday is the big day saturday is the big birthday a year anniversary from releasing cake you want a piece of this cake come get a piece of this cake and it means a lot to me because I'm performing at Drag Fest in London and in Manchester with Pablo Vitar, which is fucking crazy. And I'm excited because I love birthdays. I'm like, I didn't plan anything too crazy and too special for my birthday this year, but I definitely am ready to rumble. I don't even know if I'll have a drink. I don't know. I've I had this interesting conversation with Joseph before we started about drinking. And like I love drinking. I'm not sober, don't want to be sober. But because I've had so many show like long form shows that are like theater shows with talking and cues and dancing and singing, I've been like taking it easy on the drinking, which has been amazing because my body looks great. My energy is better, minus the fact that I'm jet lagged right now. Oopsies, and I feel I feel happy. So that's one of my birthday goals. Actually, I don't know about you, but like whenever it's someone's birthday, I always sit sit, sit them down. I'm like, what What are you going to do this year for your birthday? And I think last year I said to myself, I wanted to achieve success in music and drag, and I think that I fucking did it. So this year on my birthday, I'm going to make a new goal. I have to think about it, and maybe. If you call me on my voicemail, you can help me out. I'll hear them after my birthday, but still, there's always time to add in. We're going to take a quick break and talk about celebrity fight scenes with Joseph Shepard. We'll be right back with Famous This Week.
Everyone is to be Priyanka is a jet-lagged Priyanka. She's so tired. Oh, no. She's a celebrity and she's a star. What is she going to do? Um, I'm in uh, London in, the, in Soho and I'm living my motherfucking life. I love London. My boyfriend George is here with me. I have a new costume from Bang London that I'm debuting this weekend. It is going to be fucking amazing and iconic. And I cannot wait to show everyone my puss. Now, Joseph is going to join the pod. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Um, congrats on your interviews with all the queens from DragCon going viral. They look so good. Thank you for um, joining in on an interview. Did you at least get your picture? Because you were a busy girl. I got my picture. Um, when I saw the queens that went, I kind of felt bad. I was like, oh, shit, I wish I'd gone. Like, I wish I gave myself time to go. But DragCon's a fucking Tetris game. It's like Jenga, like... You do one thing, you have to do the other thing. But it was my first one, so I had to, I had to, I learned, I learned a lot. Yeah, you learn a lot, and you, you crashed an interview, and it was great, so. Who was your favorite queen that came to your booth? I think that there's, like, different ones for different reasons. One, Carmen Ferrala, like. Love her. Beautiful, stunning, all I, like, I knew it was going to be an issue, like, actually doing an interview because her people are like, she has five minutes. And I go, I don't give a fuck. I just want a picture. Like, let's yeah. get a professional picture because she, I interviewed her. I think I was her first interview after um, España. And so I had like a translator and everything for it. So it was just nice to meet her. Um, and then I would say Adora Delano because Adora was the first person that I ever interviewed eight years ago. Wow. So she like gave me that chance and that opportunity. So it was very nice to be able to tell her like, thank you, you know? I love that. And what are you going to thank me for today? I'm going to thank you for being here and doing this. You know, I know that your jet lag got you <laughs> a, a very, this is a lot for you right now. I can Which tell. is so weird. I am an Energizer bunny. So it's shocking. You are. That I, I have like never this. seen you. I have never seen you. Even at DragCon, the height of DragCon, when you were like going through, your mode was on. Yeah, I was um, fine. I think, it, I think it was the turbulence. Like being scared over and over again, shitless on a plane does something to you. How long is the, is the flight to the UK? Seven hours. Seven hours from, from Toronto. I thought it was going to be longer than that. No, it was seven hours. The first two hours were fine. And then the last bit of it was just being scared shitless over and over again. You don't want to be a part of that. You don't, you, I don't wish that on my worst enemy. Mm-mm. You're How also you, flying uh, over the ocean. You're flying over the ocean. So like, okay, I have a question. You know, how, like, like you can just dip down in the water, hun. You're done. You're done. You're done. So when you are on a plane and they're yeah. like, you know, let's say that you are going over the ocean. And if, why are there no parachutes under your seats? Like, why is that not built into the price? Because I really, like, if the plane was going down, what, you're just supposed to take your cushion of your seat and jump out the plane and just lay in some water or lay on the ground? Like, you're dead, no oh, matter what. yeah. That's actually a good point. Like, why do we not have parachutes? Can you imagine a plane's going down and then everybody has parachutes and they just automatically just put them on? Yes, it would cause controversy. And yes, people would probably be like trying to storm out the door. But who gives a fuck? That's a good point. 
How did your boy? How did your boyfriend do with uh, the turbulence and everything? He was sleeping the whole time. Well, isn't he lucky? So I was watching fucking Devil Wears Prada, like laughing and then crying. That movie's so good. Oh my god, it's never seen so that. good. Pardon? I've never seen it. There's a lot of like pop. I don't know if you call them pop culture, but I would say like movies that everybody would say that was so amazing that I absolutely just don't spend the time for. So I've never seen Avatar. I've never seen um, Devil's Wears Prada. You could like name movies and I'd be like, no, if it was popular, probably like really popular movies, no. So you hate yourself? Every day. Every day. Okay, so listen. We're so speaking of movies. Yes. We're um. I tweeted the other day. Um, so like for context, I'm in. I'm about to shoot my final chapter of my taste test era, where yes. I finally get come face to face with the sin leader, the the ruler of the government, and like fucking take them down. So it got me thinking. Like, what is your favorite movie or pop culture fight scene? I got a lot of interesting tweets back like like i got a lot of responses back but off the top of your head what are your favorite fight or kill scenes when you say pop culture what are you referring to like movies music videos um like uh, kardashians okay the hills. if you say like kardashians my number one pop culture fight moment is tiffany new york pollard and pumpkin the yeah and the, the pulling spit. of the hair that was just something at that time that was so pivotal and you were like oh my gosh this is on tv i would say that that sticks out the most yeah i could feel that um i got a lot of um kill bill like uma thurman versus Mm -hmm. the girl with the skirt um and the ball chain um i got the the lucy lou and uma thurman fight yes Uh, a lot of buffy the vampire slayer kind of have you ever seen buffy no i actually haven't me either yeah i would love to see it i a lot of people who have watched it like are obsessed with it like it's a it's a cult classic i would say um but i would also like to say that like the hills when like lauren conrad and Kristen cavallari got in their fight that's fucking iconic yes i'm trying to think what else i, I like it's hard to kind of like think outside of like gay culture <laughs> You know, I know it's not technically like a fight fight, but um, I, I love when it's like comedy. I loved like Scream, or not Scream, but I guess it was Scary Movie when um, Brenda was killed in front of the, the TV? theater. Yeah. Oh, the theater. No, yes, she, yes, yes, yes. Yes, when they were throwing popcorn, like that whole moment. And then also um, when, the was it, I don't know which way in Brothers it was, but he got like the dick stuck in his head and the, in and his the ear. Yeah. That moment was a pop culture reset for me. I was like, gay things and scary movies and comedy, I'm done. I mean, that's why a scary movie really was ahead of its time because yeah. they really fucked with like this, like, because they made Sean, Sean's character, Sean Michael. What the fuck is her name? Sean. The Wayne's brother. Sean Wayne. Sean Wayne. Thank you. Um, his name is Sean. His name is Sean, right? Mar- Marlon Sean and Sean Wayne. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they made, they always made Sean's character a little bit gay. Mm-hmm. Like in, 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 in the first one, that's when Brenda, they're having sex and, you know, she was like, 
put the football jersey on and and um I'm gonna shit on these walls, Ray. I'm gonna fart yeah. in your mouth, Ray. You know what I'm saying? And he was like calling her like a dude's name and shit. And then like the he kind of had this tucked out was my thing. The tucked in or tucked out. Like I I would like to like yeah I would I would argue that like that movie for me as a kid growing up was like in a weird fucked up way was explaining how I was feeling about men. Yes, isn't that interesting? That's very interesting that you said that. Uh huh. Because at the time, I don't know, like, how old were we when that came out? Like, I think I was like nine or ten. 10, 10, 10, 11. Okay. Probably 10, 11. I think the crazy thing, too, was that because it was, I was renting it from Blockbuster and then, like, I could rewind or fast forward. Those scenes, though, like this, the splooge scene, too, like, where. Uh, like the the second movie in the freezer and like she the all of those moments i would just rewind and yes it was my gay awakening i think yeah how would you feel if someone returned a vhs without rewinding it and you'd get it and it would be at the beginning i would probably be very angry are you would like you yeah when you got it back like when you rented oh, scary yeah. movie on vhs and brought it home and put it in and it started in the middle yeah, because this is what I felt, and I didn't understand it. It's like, we, if I did that, the blockbuster clerk would be like, excuse me, we have to right. charge you a blah, blah fee. But then why am I getting DVDs, or not DVDs, but VHSs of, we're in the middle of things, or at the very end. Yeah, hey, and for those of you listening, if there's some younger people here, there was times where a movie was over two and a half hours it had to be on two different like vhs tapes like titanic titanic was two um amazing i actually vividly remember going i remember watching scream one in my basement with my brothers and being like this is the first scary movie i've ever seen and being obsessed like like couldn't get enough of it and then renting scream two and like watching it after school every day you were just made for the horror. I was made for the horror. And then they fucking announced that they're shooting Scream 6 or 6. Yeah. yeah six. And then, In like, Canada. no one's calling me. Like, no one's ring-a-dinging my phone. But it's also in Canada, Pre. Don't you have, like, an agent that you can go and smack on them? I have an agent. His name is Daniel Birnbaum, and he better get me a role on Scream 6. Wait, you have a TV and film agent? Yeah. How's that? I love it. There's a lot of things that I have coming out soon that I've booked that, like, it's wild. It's really wild. I think that's the weirdest thing about fame is, like, having an agent and, like, hoping that they fight for for you or not. Well, okay. So while this topic is going, I would love to know from you. You were on Drag Race. You win Drag Race. You probably have multiple agents managers branding all of these people kind of coming at you how do you how did you and then how do you determine who to work with i mean you have to kind of try to know i think like my one main rule with anyone who is like a drugger's girl or an actor or whatever is like it's on you to do the work like everything every every pivotal moment of my career has been self-created it hasn't been like some agent picking up the phone and making the call for me right like like i don't know i think like that's the big misconception with 
like these agents and managers is that people think that like they're the ones that are going to make your dreams come true but like you have to do all the work like it doesn't matter who your agent is what your agent is who your manager is like you have to be the point like you said you set the tone like so for anybody working with me they're like okay she's a workhorse she's not gonna stop so they kind of like emulate that if they can handle it yeah what do you like there's a lot of girls though that i know that end up dropping managers quite a bit what is the what would you say is a reasoning behind a lot of them dropping is it because like would you say like probably like they don't know the business money issues like yeah i would say they don't know the business and they also aren't setting out clear goals for their like you can't manage someone's career if you're not trying to reach a goal if it's just like hey like say it was like me right after i won drag race like if 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 my manager at the time is not going to say like okay in one year we want you to put out an album and be on the cover of l then like what are you managing other than just answering emails and collecting commissions Ooh. like you have to ha like a manager is someone that like helps you achieve goals who tries to get you into rooms who fights for you who is your cheerleader i think like that's why a lot of girls leave their managers because it's like that's money lost if that person's not doing jobs, right? Yeah. So I kind of get it. And like some girls like just want a club gig and those girls can call any club in America or in Canada and get booked without an agent. Easy. And how do you determine fees? I'm not asking you for your fees, but when it comes down to things, how do the girls determine that they're not getting underpaid? It varies like... Every it's so funny. This is actually a great conversation because, like, a lot of people I've talked to have been like, like saying, like, "What's your rate?" And I'm like, nobody has a rate. Like, like Beyonce has different rates for different things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think it's just like understanding like what the like the industry standard is by having conversations with club owners, other booking agents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, because like. There is a minimum. Um, some girls ask for too much, but it's also like up to the club promoter to be like, I only have this. Do you want to do it? Yeah, yeah or nay. And nine times out of 10, the drag race girl says yes. So I think it's like, it's understanding budgets of the events that you're doing and also understanding like what your minimum is. Like what's the lowest you would go out for? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So do like our, our, like rates, our rates are decided by the promoters, in my opinion. And then is it always about like monetary compensation or is it like, okay, well, you know what, they're paying for flight hotel and they're allowing me to stay extra or like how, how does it do other things come into play ever? No, it's like, no. you get paid X amount of dollars to do the gig and flights and hotels are always included. That's nice. Always. There's been some gigs I've done like for exposure or for free or for a friend or I just wanted to do it, so I begged to 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 do it. So, like, whenever people talk about rates, that's why it always change changes. Smart. Look at us educating the listeners. About it, though? Do you uh, ever like be like, "This is my rate. What's yours?" Or do you guys feel uncomfortable with that area? No, I, my mom always told me to never discuss money with other people, so I would never say it ever. There was actually a rumor on Twitter. 
I forget who wrote it that I was like charging so much and like how dare I charge so much. And I was like, really? what's up? I'm like, yeah, I forget who wrote it. I remember reading it and like laughing because I was like, that's so funny. Like, it's just so funny to me because I'm like, if it was, if they got wind of, of a rate, it was probably like a rate that I had like band and dancers for. So basically like 37% of it goes to pay out those people. And then like 10% goes to pay for rehearsals. And then another 10 goes to pay for like the costuming and the wigs. Like at the end of the day, you don't make a lot of money, but like it's perspective for a lot of people. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, like now doing these big, bigger shows and having to pay more people to do the shows, you learn like, like when, like when people are like complaining about like a Dua Lipa concert ticket is so much, so much money. It's cause like that one ticket pays for the fucking like sound guy, light, lighting guy, the dancers, the costume, the stage, the in-ear monitors, the microphone, the, the craft services, the hotels, the private the jets, visuals behind the tour you. buses, the visual. It's crazy how, how expensive it is to put on a show, which is like why I now have such an appreciation for those doing long form shows, because it is a financial burden, but it's worth it if you're, if you want to entertain. So this this new um, music video, like you're you're wrapping up this chapter, you're wrapping up this music. Are you then? Do you have other pipeline music ready? Like, are you yeah, already like, thinking about your next creative? Definitely. Like, I'm working on a bunch of music right now, but like the goal is is to like finish out the taste test era and give Snatch and Afterglow like the spotlight that like come through bitch i'm busy and kate got um because they're good songs like that that's the one thing that i learned about music is that like you have to let let your songs have legs and let them like really fucking have their moment Mm -hmm. so that's my goal that's the goal you're gonna fucking gag at the video i can't wait i cannot Ah! wait Ah! wait. did you already record uh not yet we're about to though hence all the fittings Hence all the fittings. Hence all the fittings. Okay, let's am, I, quick, am quick. I flying yep. in for this? Yes, you do. You have to fly in for it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's take a quick break. We're going to be back and talk more shit on Famous this week. Welcome back to Famous This Week with me, Priyanka. Uh, Joseph was in the building. We're just talking about fame and rates and production and all that stuff. Do we have voicemails, Joseph, to listen to today? We do. Let's do some voicemails. Whee! Hi, it's Bree from Winnipeg. Um, I was working when you called me. I'm very sad I didn't get to answer the phone, but hopefully you can call me back. If not, then I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, Brie, you snooze, you lose. I'm going to give you a call right now. Let's see what we can do here. I'll just call her. Hello. Hi, Brie, it's Priyanka. Hello. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) 
Hello. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. How are you? Why just okay? Tell me. Because I'm at work. Where do you work? At daycare. Oh, children, children, children. Yeah. What do you do if you hate a child? Um, avoid. Really? Yeah. <laughs> do you show obvious favoritism to other kids? Um, no. Or are all of them like little rats, so you just kind of like keep a distance? Yeah, basically. See, I don't know if I could ever run a daycare. I mean, like, patience is one thing. I have zero patience. But also, like, I would feel bad for kids. Like, if I saw a kid being picked on, I would cry. If I saw a kid had, like, a bologna sandwich for lunch because their parents are white and don't know how to cook, I would cry. Do you know what I mean? Like, it would just be a hard time for me personally, and I don't want that I don't want to get too invested in the contestants' life. I mean, the children's life. Sorry, I was treating them like I was treating it like they're drag race contestants. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Did did you go to daycare growing up? Yeah, I work at the daycare that I went to. That's so full circle. I know, right? Did you <laughs> like your daycare person? No. See that that's how kids are gonna feel about you. They're gonna be like, I had this this woman named Bree and she was a little bitch. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, sorry to talk about you so much. While I have you, do you have any questions for me? Yeah. Um so you're coming to Winnipeg's Pride? Next weekend, baby. Yes. Are you gonna like be around? the whole day or are you just like performing and like dipping no i'm actually i fly in on the friday to judge um something for Clusterfest, and then i have saturday all day off and then sunday i perform at the pride oh. so i'll see you there okay i'll be there okay great we'll party we will cry we'll wish each other happy pride and that will be that is there shots involved there might be shots involved. If I have Monday off, there might be shots. But if I have a show the next day, no shots. I'm trying to be more responsible. But shots. I know I love shots. You know I love shots. No. I'll think about it, Bree. For you, I might just okay. have to. Great. Um, well, great. You're amazing. Thank you for thank you for picking up my call even the last time you did because you hate me. Um, <laughs> but I will see you next week in Winnipeg. I love you so much. Okay, I love you too. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh my, what a cute little angel. Just really wanted to just laugh and giggle at daycare. Those poor kids are probably like left like hungry. Like, where's my teacher? Talking to some drag queen. Okay, let's listen to another voicemail, shall we? Hey, Priyanka. Oh! Um, I have gotten some recent revelations about douching. I used to douche, well, I still do, actually, with a Neutrogena makeup wipe. And I do that what? because... 
I'm scared of an actual douche. But I was listening to a podcast with some straight girls recently. I know, scary. And they were like, we don't douche because it's more likely a chance for the doo-doo not to come out the poo-poo. And now I'm confused because, like, the gays will, like, over-douche, but the straight girls are, like, raw dog in their hole with no cleanliness. What are your thoughts? Oh, my God. Thank you. Wow. I mean, thank you for your call, actually. I just think that a lot of girls forget that their holes can be Hershey Highways. I think because they're used to vagina sex, they don't think that poo-poo comes out of their poo-poo holes. So that's why they don't douche. Whereas, like, for 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 gay men, this is all just, like, assumption. Like, I don't know. This is generalizing. I know there's girls out there that douche their holes. But I'm just saying, in general context, like, they're used to their vagina holes being able to be pounded. So that's why they don't think about douching their poo holes. But, like, why are you douching with a Neutrogena face wipe? Like, what the hell is that going to do? Just clean out your turd? Like, I don't know. Are they, like, sticking it up in the hole? That's what I don't understand. Like, it's not clear to me what exactly is happening. And I don't want a demonstration. So I think there's some things in life that we need to leave unsolved. And douching with a face wipe is one of them. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and call more people back on Famous This Week. We are back for Common Now on Famous This Week. It has been quite an episode. We're going to call one more person. Uh, remember, if you want to call to wish me happy birthday, uh, my birthday's this week, it's 661-977-6855. That's 661-977-6855. So I just want you to know that any and and all commentary is welcome. If you want something for us to discuss, we will discuss it. You just tell me. You take the lead. This is your show too. Okay, one more voicemail because the last one got weird, but I kind of liked it. Hey, Pre. Uh, my name is Sarah. I met you at DragCon a bunch of times. I also took a pic with Mom Yanka, who, by the way, is so stunning. Um. Anyway, I was at DragCon with my roommate. Uh, who got a call back from you. So I'm here because I don't want that bitch thinking she's better than me. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. But actually, I want to tell you a story that I also told Lemon. Um, When we were walking to the convention center, like to DragCon, some man on the street fully grabbed my titty, and his hands were gross. So he left this, like, dirty-ass handprint on my boob. So in all the pictures, you can see this man's grubby handprint on my dress. So... Like, do I have to burn that now? I don't know. Like, maybe I'll laugh about that shit one day. But, like, honestly, men really be do having a fucking nerve. Anyway, uh, love you so much. Call me back or I'll cry. Okay, bye. Okay, first of all, I don't know what's going on in this world. Like, you should not be. Okay, let's get this number so I can give her a call back. 
minimizes as well. Close my ball. Don't forget the plus sign, because I'm in the UK bing bang bong. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. And two seven two. I just said the last four digits of the number. Hopefully, no one comes for your ID. This is Sarah. This is Priyanka. Oh my God! What's up? What's up, sis? How's it going? I'm just in my hotel room in London, England, calling my bestie, Sarah. Oh my god, you're my bestie. Why are you in London? I'm here this weekend for Drag Fest. It's my birthday weekend, so I have to perform, of course. God forbid I take a day off. Oh my god, happy birthday, bitch. Thanks, bitch. It's funny that you told this story about that guy grabbing your tit. I mean, like, first of all, never let a guy, random guy, grab your tit unless you consensually let him to. Obviously, he blindsided you and you were shocked, I'm assuming, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was crazy. It was literally, like, 10 in the morning and he was, like, walking, you know, the other direction. It, like, all happened so fast. I didn't even know what to do. It was fucking wild. Are you okay from it? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I was just like shookest. Like you just don't think that shit's gonna happen to you, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like people are fucking disgusting. I was walking down the street the other day and there was this like man approaching this other man and then he just like knocked him in the face. Like, punched him. And I was literally like so shocked. I was like, what is what exactly is going on here? So I think this is a PSA to everyone that's going outside to take a walk. Don't do it. Just stay inside. I think so, too. Well, when I tell people this story, it's kind of crazy because I feel like I, you know, you can't really do things wrong, but I feel like I did, like, quote-unquote everything right. You know what I mean? Like, I was not by myself. Like, I was with someone else. It was not, like, at night. Like, it was, like, literally 10 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, broad daylight. Like, shit still happens because people just suck. Yeah, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's fucking traumatizing. It literally is. That's okay. Then I went. Then I went into DragCon and I met you. Yay! <laughs> then you met me. Um, and Mom Yanka. Yeah, who's obsessed with you? I hear y'all. Y'all are besties. Oh my god! Really? Yes, she's obsessed she with know? you. She knows. She knows. She knows. She has a better memory than I do. Um, so while I have you on the phone. Um, yeah. let you ha- you can ask me any question in the world. What's your question? Oh my god! Um, what do I even want to know? I don't want to ask you too shady. <laughs> <laughs> what what shady question could you ever ask? Um. Well, I follow this guy who's from the UK who was like vending at DragCon who was saying some stuff about club kids and the gig this weekend. Um, so I don't want to say anything too shady since you're performing, but I also want to know the key, you know? Yeah, ask it. I'll be honest about it. What's the, what is, what's he saying? Yeah, he said that, uh, like, the venue, I guess, or the organization, like, I don't know if it's the promoter or whoever, but club kids, like, sells tickets to, like, you know, shows and meet and greets, like, advertising like queens who actually aren't going to be there 
So this came from because last year when we had Drag Fest, a lot of the queens didn't get their COVID tests before flying over. So then they couldn't get over, which then resulted in a lot of like last minute cancellations, which is where this like rumor has come from. Um, but I have, you know, that this year the queens on the poster are the queens that are going to be at the event. Um, but that's where it came from. Cause I heard the same thing last year too. And I was like, well, I'm here. Like, what's everyone kind of talking about? But then like a lot of Queens didn't show because of it. So I can see how that could be a rumor. Okay. So that's the tea. Now you're telling the people the, the real story. Yeah. And also like, it's just like fun to talk shit about people, you know, queer people bringing queer people down. It's the same old story. A hundred percent. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know where this man got this, but like, I would like to know because I would love to go to a show over there. Yes. Yeah, so the that's shows here are so amazing. Place. I want to know, like, how drag over there is, like, is like different from what you've experienced, like, in, the can- in Canada and in the U.S. It's, like, honestly, it's the same but different. I mean, it was, like, Vivian who was, like, Priyanka, like, start live singing. You'll like it bad, 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 bad. You'll like it better. Like, they do a lot of live singing here. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, like, it's becoming more same-ish because, like, a lot of tricks, a lot of dancing, a lot of, like, splitting and shit, but... When I first came over and first experienced the UK drag for the first time, it was a ton of singing. They all love to. They all love to share a whole thing. They all love to ooh. Oh. Yeah, you're very that. Love. <laughs> okay, love. Well, I love but you I so much. Know. I want to go see your show. Yes, I love you so much. You have to come to the UK one day to see me perform and nobody else. Um, I would actually love to do that. So, much. oh my god, wait! I just thought of another question that's maybe not shady, but is also burning. Okay, burn it. Burn it. Ask it. I want to know I want to know who you're rooting for on All-Star 7. Oh, uh, probably Monet, Shay, Jada. That's half the cast, girl. Why can't I root for all of them? <laughs> okay, okay. That's also, that's also who I'm rooting for, I think. But that's half the cast, girl. I know. It is half the cast. Hard to narrow it down, like for one person. But they're all winners. Like you don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, they're all good. I know they're all so fucking good. Okay, well, I heard you're going to be on All Stars too, and you're going to beat Trixie Mattel in a lip sync. I heard. I've heard the rumors too. So we'll see what happens. And you definitely didn't start them. I did not. St- I do not speak about it. I never. I, I have never commented on the winter season ever. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, they asked. She's like, Kronka never talks about it. She never posts about it. She doesn't care at all. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Well, thank you so much for your call and your voicemail. I love you. You're the best, and you have a good night. Oh, my God. I literally love you so much. Ah. Have fun. Have a good birthday. Thank you. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. What a cute, that was a great conversation to end this podcast on. That's it for Famous This Week. I'm Priyanka. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Famous This Week, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave the pod a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. To keep up with things I talk about on the pod, go follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcast on Instagram. And while you're at it, give me a follow, too, if you haven't already, at the Queen Priyanka. I'll be back next week for more pop culture moments and very famous things. Bye!
To listen to Famous This Week one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Famous This Week is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by me, Priyanka. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Margot Padilla. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio.